And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode 100 today, championship recap. Oh, my God, what a game. Your host, CJ Savaro, join alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, champion, and my MVP, Joe Piscopo, as well as always, uh, Tommy Savaro. Maybe, actually, I can't even say as always anymore because you've been on, like, you missed the last, like, 10 podcasts. But Tommy Savaro, my father, is back uh, on the podcast Joe, I want to start with you, man. Congratulations. Uh, how does it feel to be a champ? Undescribable. <laughs> Kurtzman, how does it feel to be a loser? Oh. Undescribable. <laughs> Dad, how does it feel to be a spectator of that great championship game? That was a great game. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the outcome for Joe. And at the same time, I'm sad for, for Brandon. Uh, had a great year. Both both players had great years. and great Both teams. Both, both teams. teams. Great really seasons. There. Great seasons. You know what? The two teams that were there deserved to be there. There were, there were no, you know, upsets along the way. Number one and two, they met and they, they played. I'm glad that happened. All right. Let's uh let's dive into the game. We're also on this podcast. We're going to do a little draft, a uh, little draft summary for the summer league as well. So um, make sure you guys stick around for that as well. Joe, I want to start off with you. Um, your team, you guys are down 14 nothing. Uh, it's not looking good early. Your energy was kind of low. Um, your back's against the wall. I'm gonna I'm gonna start here. Your back's against the wall. It's fourth and forever. Your heels are basically on the goal line. Fourth and twenty. Right? Fourth and twenty something with seven minutes to play. If you don't pick up a first down on that play, the game's over. You go to Tompkins, a little one on one matchup. Tompkins makes a great play over Kurtzman. Um, what's going through your head in the in that huddle? Like what what's the play call there? What's going through your mind? Um, we were obviously not in sync we we didn't look that good to start uh gonna go out and let me blame myself for that you know wasn't comfortable in the pocket but when i remember seeing nick and he was definitely dialed in a little upset and he made the move from lineman and we did that to throw kurtzman off to start him off on line but when he went to receive i knew the ball was going in his hands pretty much and on that play we kind of had a little bit of scrambling time, but I did see him open. It wasn't like he wasn't like not open. He was open. So once I threw it and I already knew in the huddle how he was pissed off, I knew he was going to catch the ball. But looking back at it now, it is such a risk. We were, what, fourth and 20, you said? Yeah. You had to go for it, though. You had to go for it. He also – him and DeMeo are usually the ones who make the call, and they're like, no, we're absolutely going for it. And I said, all right, yeah, let's do it. And I just I – didn't, I didn't know beforehand. I wanted to see if someone would – would be a mismatch and someone would just find the middle, but Nick was wide open and I threw it to him and I knew he was going to catch it. What started working for you guys? Why did you, why? I know you said you weren't comfortable in the pocket, but what, what changed throughout the course of that game that gave you, you know, the, I guess the time and the confidence to start making some of these throws and giving your guys a chance to make plays out there. I just knew uh, I was telling Chris before this, uh, Nick Santuccio, who is the most quiet kid you'll ever meet. Um, just plays hard every game. He was in the huddle, and he, he never usually speaks. He spoke out out of nowhere, and he's like, listen, you're going to hit me on this slant every play until they stop it. Mm-hmm. He was on Kurtzman's side, and I, they were more of like a prevent because they were like powering the other side and covers. And Tooch said in the huddle, like, no, he's not playing on me. Like, you're going to hit me with this slant. And I think all of us were like pretty shocked that Tooch said that. And I kept asking him, like, what are you seeing? He didn't give me like, oh, I'm seeing this. He's like, just hit me on a slant. And Leota said on the sidelines, like, you could just see – how much that happened, like that connected for us, and now that got my rhythm back. But if that, if Tush didn't speak up for the first time in the huddle, 
it was not looking pretty. Like he got me going. Nick Santucci is what got me going. He said, hit me with the slant, hit me with the slant. I'd hit him with it. And then he'd still say, no, like it's still going to be there. Trust me. And just for him to speak and be in the moment and he picked us up, it was, it was crazy. I uh, I want to definitely give uh, Santuccio his credit. Dylan said on the Instagram live that Santuccio is saving Dartmouth season right now. He says keep just keeping them afloat, keeping them alive. Um, I also wanted to point this out, and I know you guys will definitely speak. Um, we'll, we'll speak on it here, but I thought the, both of these teams were so prepared. Um, you guys were calling out each other's plays left and right. There was a, a vivid, I have a vivid memory. Rich Ritter, who in my opinion was the Finals MVP. I would have gave Ritter finals MVP in this game. I thought he was excellent. I thought he made huge plays down the stretch for you guys. He was calling stuff out the entire time. He, When you guys were down 14 nothing, he's like, hey, we, we've been here. How many goal line stops have we got all season? Um, you know, you know, let's take the ball away. Let's make a play. And that's exactly what you guys do before the half. Um, it just uh, huge plays everywhere from everyone. Definitely Santuccio. Um, I think it's – it's great that you point out that Joe DeMeo is usually one of the guys in the huddle that's making decisions. Joe De- Joe DeMeo is a ring collector and bear down. He just he's always on a good team. It's and it's not it's not by accident. Like, How many I, rings does Joe have? There's two now, Curtis, right? Yeah. So then you got to add Knowles as well because oh, he's do it. Three, three for Joe. Okay. Mm. Duke, Cowboys, and Dartmouth. Ooh, he was on the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah uh, huge, just huge. Uh, Huge performances from everyone on your team, and definitely, definitely want to give you your props too, Joe, for for coming back and still fighting and battling the way you did. I want to give a, a nice little fuck you to Spo as well. Um, Spo was on the sideline. <laughs> that sounded harsh. I was a little fuck you, Spo. Um, Spo was on the sideline telling me, he "Goes, hey, Joe, Joe looks nervous right here. Joe's nervous right now." And I go, "You don't know Joe. Joe lives for this." And he, obviously, Spo knows Joe, but like this is this Joe. Joe's been here. This is what he does. Joe, that- Joe is. I mean, uh, Spo was was. He was nervous for his friend. Yeah. He was nervous I, I for his friend. Told yeah. told me to go talk to him at halftime. Oh, God. That's the worst thing that you could have done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Listen, right before the half, um, I, I, I noticed that uh, in a two-minute drill, you know, uh, Joe was hitting a lot of quick slants, and uh, they were working. So, you know, I was talking to someone on the sideline. I said, maybe you should do this more. He goes, why don't you go talk to him? He's a little nervous. So, I went over to halftime, went over to talk to Joe. But Joe was like, he goes, you know, I'm inside my head right now. He didn't feel like he was playing that good. I'm going, well, if you notice, I said, I, I like, you know, the quick slants are working. And if you notice, I, I thought that even if you look at the film, you'll see it. Uh, Dean Roventini was cheating towards the middle almost on every snap. So you had uh, – um, Ritter. No, no, it wasn't Ritter behind him. It was uh, – Oh, Dino was behind uh, behind Dean, and he was playing no joke, fifteen to twenty yards off the line of scrimmage. So if you got uh, uh, an up man like that, up up defender cheating toward the middle, and and your your you know your corner in the back is playing twenty yards off the off the, off the ball, you got at least 10, 15 on the sideline almost every play. So I'm trying to tell this to to, to Joe, but Joe was like, I didn't think he wanted to hear anything at that point. So I was you, in a different mood, man. You did talk to him or you didn't? Yeah, I did. I did. I did talk to him. So, Joe, you can confirm that he talked to you? No, he did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Game changer? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be so confront. Tooch definitely got me going. That's what That's what happened. Okay. All right, Kurtz, I'll let you speak here. Um, what went wrong? I don't know. <laughs> that can't I be your answer. That we, can't be your answer. No, I felt, like, I felt like we were rolling. I felt like our defense was clicking. We were making plays. We were swarming to the ball. Our D-line was dominating. Um, our, I was making – I thought I was making a hell of a lot of plays in the back, in the secondary. Um, I just felt like that that fourth in, that fourth and 20 was just, just such a game changer. You guys come yeah. down, make a big play. 
Tompkins all the way down. You guys score on the next play. And then we don't score again. Um, we missed a lot of opportunities. Um, we did not make plays that I feel like we normally make. Credit to your defense for making plays on contested balls and not allowing our deep ball to really be a major factor outside of the first touchdown. Um, we were rolling early. We had an opportunity to take a 20-0 lead. And just like in the uh, in the game against Florida State, we didn't take the twenty nothing lead. We didn't. Yep. Put your put your put our foot on your neck, and we left you guys breathing. And um, we had a chance at the end. Tompkins makes a big sack to end regulation. Um, we might have had Mike open in the back of the end zone. Not sure what would happen, but a lot of missed opportunities on our part. I don't think we played our best game. I don't think you guys played your best game either. I think our defenses were super prepared. I think we knew, like TJ said, we knew what each other were going with. We knew a lot of the calls. We we saw what we we watched a lot of film. There was a whole season worth of film, and if you wanted to go there and watch it, you watched it. Um, I think me not having Dom there to give me play designs that I trust hurt me because later in the game I was gassed. I was tired. I, I like I. I couldn't, my head was a little all over the place. I didn't throw the ball as much. I wasn't throwing as confidently, um, but we missed opportunities. Um, yeah. I, nice I, advantage. Yeah. I wanted to say, uh, talk about some of the, uh, the players though on your team, Kurtz. Definitely shout out to your defensive line. You guys had eight sacks in this game. I don't know how many, but it had to be like six, seven, eight sacks. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They did a really news with cop. We're all eating, eating. Playing a great playing. They were the only. Game. They were my only group in the game that I felt played up to their standard, yeah. and that includes the quarterback, that includes the receivers, the O line, everything else. Yeah, no, I think you guys got a little show shock, and I always talk about um, with with you, Kurt. My thing with with you always is like, even if shit goes wrong, you got to stay positive. And I know you were tired. I know you're gas, but you could see the body language of your team. The momentum swung to Dartmouth. And it was just like, oh shit! Like this is they're gonna Dartmouth's gonna win this game, and I feel like that was like the feel around. You guys came down at the end, obviously at the end of regulation, have a chance. Four overtimes, have everyone's got a chance. There was just plays. You got to give credit to the defense. Both defenses were clamping. People were making plays, grabbing flags everywhere, and um, you know it comes down to the end. Kersman slipped. Liam Knowles picks picks the ball off, and that's it. Dartmouth is Dartmouth is the champions. Um, you you got to give got just huge plays in the game. Um, Ritter. Two point conversion on Mike Domino on a contested ball. Yeah. Huge. Um great throw by Joe. Great throw. Yeah. Great give, pattern, great yeah, throw. absolutely. Coming across back to the right. Great throw. Um, Pat Reddington had a chance to to Kurtz throws a dime. Man. Yeah, gonna ice the game. In his hand. Yeah, I, off his chest. Um, had a drop pick six as well. In his opinion, could have been a pick six. Um, just uh just a few plays here and there for both these teams. Kurtzman always says it every week on the podcast. This game, this league comes down to a few plays. But um, just overall, what a championship game. What a game for the league. Every, every championship has been very competitive. Four overtimes. Um, the people were saying the lights were about to go out if, if anyone could score there. But Tompkins, you know, may, to give Tompkins the ball, he's a hard flag to pull, gets dives in the end zone, and, uh, you know, they, they cap it off. I, I like to see that more than anything going to the guy. I, I always say dance with the girl you bring to the prom, you know, and, and that's what Joe did. He, he hit his big his, – his big receiver when he needed to. He did it on the fourth and 20 play. Yeah. He did it to win the games. I, I like seeing that. You, you know, you know where your bread is buttered and go to it. Have the confidence. I also want to say, I also want to say this, Joe, and, and you could speak to this. 
um, after after I go here. With the summer league coming up, I know people are, you know, oh, I'm on this team. I want to be on that team type of thing. I want to say this. If what Rich Ritter, and we talked about it again, if what Rich Ritter did this season doesn't show you that if you just buy in and you fucking commit and you try as hard as you could, if you're that kind of player, it's going to happen for you. It's going to happen. Rich Ritter was a seventh-round pick, Joe. Eighth-round pick, what pick was he? Seventh. Seventh round. And he won it off of that team. And I will forever, Rich Ritter on Dartmouth with Joe Piscopo will forever be the example in Bear Down in terms of, yo, don't worry about it. Give it a chance. Take care of your business. It will work out if you do your thing. And his stock is way up now. He was a third-round pick. Credit to Joe. Joe Joe hung in there with him. Joe called me up when when all that happened. And uh, he wanted to stick with him. He knew he was a player. Speak to it, Joe. Speak on it, Joe. I just think that it's funny how the relationship me and Rich built because even (laughs) Florida State, when we lost, I think he had two of our touchdowns. And ever since then, it was strictly business. We, like, we don't – it's just a good relationship. We just know that when the game's on and the lights are on, he's open and I find him. It's crazy how many times in situations where I'm scrambling, I find Rich Ritter. And almost every game it happened – and yeah, like as much as you want to say, TJ, that's an example. But yeah, like that's my that's my dog now. Like he's a brother. Right. Like we went we went to war every week, and it wasn't no like launch like cliche thing. Like he was open. I found him in the biggest moments, and he just he stepped up and caught the ball. That's how it was. That's how it was. Period. He's been consistently good, great, great for you the whole season. Consistently, yes, and that's the biggest point. It wasn't like at the beginning of the week and then half the end of the year. Like we, it was all year. Yeah. When you look at the field, just like when you look at the players on the field in this game, as the league continues to grow, and I don't want to say water down. I'm not going to say water down because there's a lot of good fucking people coming into the league that are going to be playing that we just don't know about it yet. On paper, it could look watered down to the eye because we don't know the names. But when you start putting gameplay faces to the names, then you're like, okay, the league is still fire. The league is still lit. Everyone's still good. But like, I don't know. Are you going to see a collection of talent like this on the same field again in a championship? Everyone on that field was balling. Everyone on that field was capable of making plays. I don't care who the hell caught the ball. I was like, they could house it. Matt Hughes on critical fourth downs. Kurtzman, how many times are you going to dump it off to him? Joe Liotta catches the fucking ball, and he's doing fake laterals in overtime. I'm thinking Joe Liotta's going to get in the end zone and win the game. Like, there's just – that was a fucking great game. Um, I just I can't speak highly enough of both teams. Two awesome teams. Yeah. Wyoming loses this game. They lose two games in the entire season, being both of them to, to yeah. Dartmouth. And I think um, I still think Wyoming goes down as one of the best teams in league history. Uh, credit to both these quarterbacks. They they're the GMs that drafted these teams. They constructed these teams. They knew what it takes to win. Uh, they drafted great great players. Both teams were great teams in in, in bad down history. I think. Let me ask you a question right here, and Kurtz, you could be the first to answer it. <laughs> Is Kurtzman's championship window closed? No. <laughs> Kurtzman. No, the championship window is not closed. I honestly think I'm as good as I've ever been. So, uh, listen, we were on the doorstep, um, and we didn't get none. What are you going to do? We're on to the next season, uh, and I think I'm still on the top of my game. So, no, I don't think it's closed. You got anything else you want to say on this one, Kurtz? You got anything to say about your team? I feel like we've done – everyone besides you done a lot of talking. Nah, I texted my team. We talked, like, right after the game, like, at night. Not – I was just texting everyone, like, hey, like, if you think it's your fault for any reason, it's not your fault. It's a team effort, whatever. 
And then the next day when I'm sitting there just reflecting on it, I took off of work because I, I just had to like sulk yeah. about the loss. Yeah, yeah. Um, I texted, I texted my team again. I said, listen, like I'd go to war with you guys again. I still think if we played them again, we'd win. But they're the champs. They beat us twice. They yeah. fully deserve it. I texted Joe and Tompkins the next day, told them, you guys deserve that ring. Like, you guys went out there. Tompkins went 11-0. Let's not uh, forget to put that uh, on the Speak on that. Speak Tompkins on that. Tompkins went 11-0 in the season. Um, did not lose the game. And I think we probably said it on the week one or week two, the week one recap. We probably said um, Tompkins is – a huge part of the team and him not being there week one against our state would, was a major factor. And he went in 11 and out. He's the leader of that team along with Joe. Um, they butt heads cause they're best friends, but at the end of the day, they're two of the best teammates that you can have or they can have. And they were able to come out on top. I love my team. I uh, told them all I would play with them in a heartbeat again, create a good bond with those guys or brothers, just like Joe said about his guys are Ritter, but, uh, just didn't come out on top. Nothing you can do about it. Shout out to uh, George Hunkle for being dog shit at quarterback. If, <laughs> if if George was never dog shit at quarterback, Joe never gets his chance at coming in and, and playing quarterback for, for that team a few summers ago. Um, Joe Piscopo, the ultimate success story in Bear Down. Just you can't you can't stress it enough. Joe, from not playing quarterback to subbing in after two drives into his first game to not playing quarterback, playing defensive line for fucking Nick Smith. And then coming back and playing quarterback and then losing in the semifinals after being four, up 14 nothing against IB last season to now coming here, having one loss on the entire season. And it was only week one, ends the season on an 11-game win streak, wins the championship. Joe Dartmouth, congratulations, guys. You guys uh, fucking killed it. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Uh, going back to when Joe was quarterback in the Titans when he first got in there. And uh, I always felt that he's one of the better uh, two-way players in the league. Uh, great receiver, great defender. I, I didn't know, uh, you know, if he could be that quarterback that could take you to a championship. Uh, he proved me wrong. Uh, I, great job by Joe. I could say today that Joe is an elite quarterback in this league, and he can win you a championship anytime you take the field with him. Fact. Joe. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's funny how you say Hunkle stuff, but uh, I just want to say it's, it's hysterical. But you can't uh, – when you talk about Hunkle's team, you got to think about when Mike Musi started with me there too. Mm. Um, yeah, so he is actually, I mean, Nick didn't play that year. So Mike is actually my first full teammate that's been through the whole process with me. And I feel like you guys, like you guys forget about how tough he is in the trenches because we have so much around us. Yeah. But Mike has been to war with every single game he's played with me. And uh, he deserves it most as much as me because even before Nick, Mike was with me. I agree. Mike is a dog. 100%. I mean, yeah, Augie drafted him. I mean, Joe, what did I tell you? I was telling my guys to double-team him in the beginning of the game. Yeah, you did tell me that. So, it, it's just I, I, And that's no slight to Tompkins. I just honestly thought that I could get away from Tompkins easier than I could get away from fucking uh, Musi. So that's yeah. credit to Musi. Do we have anything else to say on the uh, on the championship game here? Any, any Best game I ever thoughts? played in. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a great game. Best game uh, I ever played in. Yeah, uh, it was – one thing about the draft, like you guys were talking about the draft, I'm like one believer that you win on draft night. Mm, yeah. uh, you guys could say no, but I'm big on that. I mean, TJ knows how every draft night I have like a whole – War room. Board and everything. I believe that you do win on draft night, and I want to thank the guys on Dartmouth who didn't know me before the draft 
and accepted the challenge to play with me. Like I've been playing with DeMeo, but like I never really had him as my center for a whole year as me as quarterback. Like he stepped all year up all year for me. And it, even like every single player, Drew came into the league, new guy. I said, hey, listen, I want to draft you. He said, no problem. Let's do this. I can't thank Darwin enough for this year. Crazy, man. Steal Liam in the second round. Steal. Crazy. Crazy. Absolute steal. Absolute Crazy. Steal. That's a first round pick getting in the second. Late just, second. It's just congratulations. And it showed you in the draft this year where he is. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to Joe. Congratulations to Dartmouth. Um, Proud of you, Joe. Yeah. Tommy, that means the world, Tommy. Thank you. Kurtz. Congrats, Joe. Commissioner, man. You're the commissioner, bro. That's your league, bro. Come no, on, man. No, listen, I am very happy. Uh, w for, for the league. W no, for the league. No, no, for the league. I'm very happy that Joe won because Joe is the epitome of came, in, came into the league. He's and the bear down cream. He's yeah, the American he cream bear down version. Back in the league, but we stuck with him, and now he's a champ, and I hope he's back. I told him I told him after the game, I said, I hope you're back in the league sooner rather than later because – the league is definitely going to miss a Joe Pisco led team every week. I promise right. you that. It just thinks that I'll never play with Dartmouth again. Cause honestly, the, it's that team, man. Like, yo, that's how I feel about Wyoming right now. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, you grow with your team as the season goes on. And I, they, they it was just, that I say it every week, build with your team. You need to build as a team every week. If you're going to win the league, you have to like each other and you have to buy into your role. First, I think you can agree with Wyoming. Like you'll have memories with this team forever, forever. <laughs> Spo just texted me, you're an idiot. Are you with him, Joe, or did you tell him that? No, I'm like, dude, you got to watch it back. I remember that parking lot talk. You got to hear what you said. <laughs> yeah, man. What a season. What a, what a way to cap off that season right there. Of course, that's going to fall. What a, what a thing. This season, you just went through so much shit. Rain, the games at all these different fields and shit. Like, just for it to end like that, like, just what a what a fucking league, man. Best best flag league in Jersey. I'll say it every time. I don't care. It's unbelievable. Shout out to everyone who showed up. Shout out to the crowd too. Crowd, the crowd was, was electric. Crowd was electric. People were super into it. That's what that's what it's all about, man. Just you know, at the end of the day, it is a game, and everyone's friends. And I'm just happy that's where it's at. Everyone's competitive and shit. But like, damn, we can sit here two years, three years from now, we'll look back on that shit and be like, that was crazy. Like Joe Piscopo really came out here and won the fucking bear down league like that was just that's just, it's just crazy man just cra crazy crazy season crazy game congratulations to joe congratulations to dartmouth for the 30th time and joe you'll hold this dear for the, for the rest of your life believe me 40 years later i still think about my first championship. tommy you have no idea how much this means to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. That, man, joe i will let you out of here man we gotta talk about the uh this unless you yeah, want to sit here and talk about the summer you guys got a big talk coming ahead of you guys yeah we do all right man all right, Joe. All right, Joe. Take care. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Joe is out of here. Uh, Kurtz, I know that was tough. That was that was a while on the championship game, but it was dessert. We had to do it though. Oh, the game was electric. If electric. we didn't talk, if, if, it's an, it's good that Joe came on because if Joe wasn't on, like you said, but also what I wanted to say, it would have been a way shorter talk and it wouldn't have given it the credit it's due. Uh, yes. Um it was a, it was the best game I've ever played in. Better than, in my opinion, better than Browns Cowboys. Mm. Um, four overtimes. Thank God that we finished the game before the lights went out. Because if we would have had to reschedule to finish or that something been, like that, that, would that it would have been disastrous. So yeah. as much as I hate to lose, thank God the game ended before the lights went out. I wish I was the winner, but we march on. Yeah, huge, great season. Shout out to what's the oh, what's the. Shout out you know, to everyone on, on, on Wyoming, man. Just shout out to so many, like Matt Hughes getting 
Like Matt Hughes come into the season, people are like, myself included, I'll throw myself under this bus. It's like, really? Matt Hughes in the second after not playing for a full year? And then look, he just comes out, he's a fucking god. Uh, Reddington Brothers, James Whitcop, Dom, just Dean with a fucking great season. Just I don't want to forget anyone, anyone on your team, Chris. Mike Danino was a fucking stud all year. Uh, Damien, Defensive Player of the Year, just Damien. holy shit, what a team. Yeah. What a team, man. Kurtzman, you a phenomenal season from you as well. Great season from you. Yeah, Morick, yeah. Just, you know, people, oh, Mork in the third. Yeah, Mork yeah. in the third. Yeah, hell yeah, Mork great in the line. third. Great. Just a great team. Um, let's move on to the summer now. Season, fall, uh, rest in peace to the spring season. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy season. Let's successful. move on. Let's crazy successful. Way to get it done. Shout out to Kurtzman for getting that shit done, man. Every week, all that sh- 14 teams, double headers. This shout out to Augie. For scheduling and handling that shit, because Augie handles the scheduling. He does a really good job getting all that content out there for you guys. Um, shout out to everyone who comes to the league and makes it what it is every week. What a happy that that's how it wraps up, right? That's just an awesome way to wrap up. Quickest turnaround in league history. We're playing this week. Teams have already practiced. Kurtzman, where would you like to begin with the summer season? Um, first thing about the summer season, Rebels Field. Um, games are 9, 10, 11, and one game at 12 o'clock every week. Um, so let's keep it that way. There will be – make sure you come to the desk in the beginning of when you get there to sign a waiver and to pay if you have not paid. You can Venmo. You can cash app. You can give me cash. I don't care. $100. Make sure we are paying the ref fees. The games will not start if the refs are not paid before the game. Um so make sure you're bringing cash or you Venmo me prior because I'm not dealing with it and the game will not start. Um, and lastly, let's make this season a really good one, just like the spring. Mm. Where where do we start with the uh, where do we start with the draft? Um, where, do we, where do we go here? Do we want to read off each of the teams and yeah, go? yeah. Let's let's let's, let's read. We'll, we'll just go. We'll just go from. We'll start. We'll start with the first team and just go down the list. All right. Let's start with uh, all the teams you sent to me right here. All right. Let's start with the first pick, Rams, IB's team. You're looking at IB quarterback, Justin Ferrara, uh, Justin Ferrara, um, Zach Bellheimer, Dean Wachowski, Ryan Rugel, Bill, not Billy Andrews anymore, correct? Creme. Creme, Devontae Spann, um, Matt Ballow, Dylan Perrone, Earl, and I – Christensen? I do not know yeah, if I Christian, Christian. Yeah, Christensen. I have to get that last name correctly. But he's the he's um if you remember in Patriots season, he was Austin's friend that came and subbed for hmm. them. Okay. So he has right. the experience. And from what I've heard in scrimmages, he's looked good. I mean in the last round, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um so what do I like about this team? Um, I B and Justin re- reuniting. That's the storyline yeah. of this team. I B and Justin reuniting have won two championships, but also are both coming off of semifinal losses. So um they're very hungry to get back out there. Um, I like the speed they have on this team with Billheimer, um, Rougeau, Devontae Spann, Prem Patel, IB. They have a lot of good team speed. Um, as always, I feel like every single draft, IB's question mark is always the line. Who is playing line for them? Um, yeah. Is it Earl? Is it Dylan Perone? I assume Dean Wiatrowski is a very good, line, good two-way lineman. Um, an IB staple. I expect him to be a force on both offense and defensive line again. And really, it's just the same. It's the same. When you have Justin and IB, you always have a chance to win the game and win the championship. Mm. Dad, how do you feel about this team? 
I like it. They got a lot of good speed. Uh, again, uh, the question mark is going to be the line. I got to see who's going to play other than Dean. And like you said, you know, you pair up the MVP with uh, IB, and they've already won two rings. Yeah. It's almost like a cheat code. Yeah. Um, I like to see him a lot. It's the typical IB guys plus a few new faces. IB and Justin is going to be a scary, scary sight to see back in the league. They don't have both, Jack this year, right? No, no Jack Jackson Kershaw team, but both of them on the revenge tour. So, uh, Really looking, really looking forward to this one. They play Kurtzman week one. We'll talk about that on Thursday. Ooh. Let's just say early predictions. It's going to be an air out. <laughs> well, boy, Kurtzman is uh, IB script tonight. Uh, Kurtzman's coming up with an emotional loss. Yeah. Is IBA's first win ever against me? That's the question mark right there. He airs you out by 75 points. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the second. Let's, let's go to the second team here. Um, Joe Liotta. First-time captain, Len Ravens. You got Joe Liotta, Liam Knowles, Vinarino, Rich Ritter, Joe Malozzi, Anthony – can't even – not even going attempt, to attempt to pronounce that last name. You know that one, Kurtzman? Yeah, Anthony uh, H. I forget his name. Anthony H. Say. Yeah, Anthony H. Christopher Johnson, Anthony Rodriguez, Rob Benitez, Justin Santiago. How are we feeling you know, about – Anthony H. is – Anthony's the kid that was on Oregon last year. Okay. How are we feeling about this? Uh, how are we feeling about this Ravens team, Kurtz? Um, I like the line should be good with Joe Vinarina and Santiago. That should give uh, Leota a good amount of time to throw. I like what I saw from Leota and him, Liam Knowles, and Rich Ritter, that little Dartmouth trio. That's championship DNA right there. Yeah. So I already like this team a lot. I think Christopher Johnson is going to be a sleeper. He's can't can't not eligible for sleeper of the year because not drafted in the last three rounds. But I do like him as an athlete. Um, Anthony Rodriguez, big big receiver, was able to make some plays last year, so I like him as well. And if they could use Rob Benitez correctly, we'll see what he's all about. He didn't play many games for Alabama last year, so we'll see what he's about. But I know from scrimmages already, they scrimmaged once. Um, Joe Malozzi apparently is going to be a very good lineman in the league. So if he's good, that should help Leota. Dad, how do you feel about this team? Uh, we were talking to Joe right after the championship game, and he's on a high, and that was the first thing he tells us, don't sleep on Yeah, on don't the Ravens, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of guy Joe is. He's always, you know, looking out for his uh, his fellow teammates. But, uh, again, uh, I, the two games that he's played that I've seen him play, he comes in with a ton of confidence, and he has no problem, you know, throwing the ball down the field. So I'm, I'm eager to see what uh, what he's got this year in a full season. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching Joe Liotta play quarterback. I think he's electric. Helped Dartmouth get to where they were in that championship game, obviously. Huge performance by him in that semifinal. Um, just, you know, like you said, Crispin, championship DNA. Uh, and I think that goes yeah. that goes a really long way yeah, here. I like Ritter and, and Liam on yeah. the outside. Band. He's going to do a good job. I think that's going to be a really good team there. All right, let's go to the third team here. The Steelers, led by Sirhoff. At quarterback and captain, Suroff, Austin, Steve Bowen, J.K. Will, Joe DeMeo, huge, Joe Ivanak, Jiggy, Chris Valinati, Ryan Rafferty, Ali Ahmed Shah. How you feel about this team, Kurtz? Um, this team love their defense. I think they are going to have a very good defensive line. Probably could, could be the best in the league. Austin and Suroff. Suroff was second in the league in the spring in sacks with eighteen. Austin didn't have a big sack here last year, but we know what he's about. Um, he, that's a reason he goes third overall. They got one of the best flag grabbers in the league in Jay Kilwell, a guy with championship DNA and Joe DeMeo, um, and a bunch of a bunch of good re- young, young and old 
athletes in the back end of the draft, Joe Ivanak, elite vet, Jiggy, um, who's back for the second season, Chris Valinati back for his second season. Um, from what I hear, Ryan Rafferty's a pretty good athlete. We'll make some plays for them. And Ali Ahmed Shah had a pretty decent rookie season for the Saint, um, not for the Saints, for Purdue. So I'm excited to see with a better quarterback with Suroff than Deshaun played last year, he could be way more involved. Um, they should have a good offensive line. So I think for them, it's just going to come down to really Suroff. Can you get out of your own head and get back to your the, the winning ways from the Bills? Yeah, I mean, I think Joe DeMeo on this team is everything. If, if I'm just watching that right there, if I'm, if I'm Suroff right now, and we talk about Suroff all the time, his, you know, um, his talent, his arm talent, but we think sometimes his offense may get stale. Having Joe DeMeo in that huddle is absolutely everything, as you just saw with Dartmouth and everything that Joe just talked about. 100% couldn't agree more. Joe is a league staple, knows what works and what doesn't. We've said that probably that phrase a million times on this podcast through 100 episodes. <laughs> um, and Joe is what it – Joe knows what it takes to get a team to a, a championship. And it's a new season for him, and he's got to make a quick turnaround to play in week one. But uh, Steelers are going to have a good team. Like I said, a lot, like I'm going to say about a lot of teams, they're going to have to build and figure out what works. But Suroff and Steve Bowen have a head start because they've been playing together for three straight seasons. So um, consistency is everything in sports and playing with your top receiver now. No Joe Pip, so a lot more targets going Steve Bowen's way. So I expect him to be amongst lead leaders in all categories. Yeah. I think he's got a great offensive line. You got Austin, DeMeo, and you got uh, Jake Gilwell. Yeah. He's got plenty of time to throw the ball and – uh like you said, uh, Steven the Demon moves up to the number one slot. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, he set himself up pretty nice there off. And then you turn around the, uh, the other way, and, and defensively, he's one of her best linemen in the league. So that's just more uh, uh, more power to him on, on, on the defensive end when he gets in there. So I, I like this team. I like it a lot. Yep, I agree. Yeah, uh, Joe told me before you guys got on, Joe told me that he was with Leota scrimmaging against Suroff's team. Um, this week before the championship. And he said, Surf looked really good on offense. The team looked like they were moving the ball very well. And my question mark for them is who steps up at number two receiver behind uh, Bowen? Will it be Dravenak? Will it be Jiggy? Will it be Valnati, Ryan Rafferty, Ali? One of those guys has to step up and be a viable number two option. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the fourth team here. Augie and the Jaguars. Captain and quarterback. Oh, maybe not quarterback. Captain, Augie Garbolato. Oh, he's uh, definitely not quarterback. Definitely not the quarterback. Uh, Mike Musi, Zach Sobieski, who will be playing quarterback with Augie. Uh, Augie moves back to wide receiver. Former offensive player of the year. Last time we saw him at wide receiver. Augie about to light it back up at wide receiver here. Tom Torrey, sleeper of the year, Rob Liconti. Nick King, Fat Pete, Kyle Salmeyer, Joey Wargans, championship DNA, Drew Patel. Kurtz, how you feel about Augie's team here? Yeah, this team has two players from Dartmouth, Musi and Drew. Um, yes, and Musi, I forgot. Um, I love Musi being a first-round pick. Let me talk on that. He is a devastating lineman on both sides, and I love having a good left tackle for Sobes. I think Sobes' biggest problem this year with LSU was that he didn't have the time to throw, and I think now him pairing back with, uh, with Augie gives him his most confidence in a while, and it should be a very – dominant duo in the league as long as Sobes is showing up. Um, the line should be good with Tom Torrey, Fat Pete, possibly Colin Selmeyer on the offensive line. He's got a couple. He's got all. He's got some friends. Rob Aconte, uh, Nick King, Fat Pete, Joy Wargans, the Wooster. Um, 
Charlie, he killing me. Yeah, Charlie's going crazy. No, it's good. Um, I think Colin Salmeyer is a sleeper of the year candidate. I think mm. he is and I, very he's a kid, he was a migrate, very athletic kid, um, very strong, could definitely play D B or D line for them. Um, I think he's a difference maker for this team. And we always talk about how if you hit on your late round picks, um, your team's gonna be way more successful. And he's definitely someone that you draft in the seventh round and could change the fortune of your team. Yeah. Um I think this go Augie kind of goes back to that, you know, style he had this season with the Florida State team where he just drafted his boys, like took a bunch of his boys, took a bunch of guys he likes playing with. And I think that's going to work out really well for him. I'm excited to see Sobs, like you said, with the revamped offensive line, what he's going to do. So um, that, how do you feel about Augie's team? Uh, first thing Augie told me was I drafted a great line for, uh, for Sobieski. So that's what I knew right away. He wasn't playing quarterback. <laughs> uh, I think I, I like it. I, I like to see – I know uh, Augie's going to play the, the outside. He's going to be the big play guy. Uh, I like to see who his underneath guy is. Rob Lacanti. Lacanti. That's what I would assume. Yeah. I mean, he's played that role really well. You got Nick King as well who could play that role. You got Fat Pete off the line. Like, I just – I like a lot of the guys on this team. Yeah, it's a good team. It'll be a very competitive team, especially with Sobieski coming back. All right. Let's go to uh, the fifth team here, fifth pick. We're looking at the Nick Douglas-led Panthers. Douglas, first time playing quarterback in this league. Um, we got a lot of confidence in Douglas. He's a very experienced player, football player, like we've talked about. Douglas, Jarwar, Rhett back in the league, Mike Oliva, Joe Denoya, Mikey Friedman, Rob Torino, Cody Van Note, John Denoya, Angel Diaz, Kurtz. Um, this D-line could be scary. Douglas, Jarwar, Rhett. If you have Rhett in the middle, plugging up the middle and have uh, Jarwar and – Douglas being able to come off the edges and make plays, that's going to be a difficult D-line to stop for any O-line in the league, no doubt about it. Um, Michael Leva is going to be a number one guy, and I imagine Douglas drafted him with the intention of really getting him the ball. Um, Mike's an, an experienced player in the league, a big playmaker with the ball in his hands, able to make you miss, miss his flags easily. And he should have all opportunities in the world. I like his defense. He has good flag grabbers with Joe Denoya and Mike Freeman. Um he needs to make sure that he needs to hope that Cody Van Note turns into a good player. He did gas him up on draft night saying he could be a sleeper of the year candidate. Um, we'll see what John Denoya can do and we'll see if Angel Diaz gets better in year two. But um, he set himself up pretty decently on the line with Rob Torino, Rhett, and Jarwar. So we'll, we'll kind of see where he goes. He, it's going to come down to him playing better quarterback. That, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. We take a, a superior athlete like Douglas. And just, you know, say, all right, I'm going to play quarterback and see how that works out. Yeah, uh, stepping in right away, like I said, it, it's, it's not an easy task. Joe Pisco will tell you that. Uh, he did give himself a really good line to work with. I like uh, leaving the outside. Um, I was talking to Joe Denoy uh, at, at the championship game. He was telling me that uh, his brother John was drafted just in case, uh, you know, uh, he has to step in a quarterback. Oh, baseball pitcher. Yeah, he's got, ball. A, he's he's got, got a good arm. arm. Yeah, he's got a great arm. Didn't so. think about that. So it's a possibility you might see John if uh, you know things don't work out for Douglas. Okay, well, um, we're planning on things working Panthers out for Douglas. Panthers scrimmaged um, IB this week. I heard that IB's team put up a lot of points, but Douglas looked good running the ball, throwing the ball. He was a little shaky, but I imagine that with being your first live action behind the line and stuff like that. So. Um, Douglas is a smart kid. He game plans hard for this league. So I imagine that going into week one, he's going to have a good game plan, at least going in to probably play to his strengths, hopefully. 
whatever those strengths are. I have not seen him play quarterback at all, so I don't know what his strengths could be. But um, get the ball fast, let your guys make plays for you. But if he's not a bad player at quarterback, this team could be effective. Has he played in any of the leagues at quarterback? Not that I know leagues. Not that I know of. Excited for Douglas. I'm I, I'm confident. I'm I'm excited to see what uh, what he does there with that team. I think he drafted a good team. I'm just I I just have faith. I have faith in people. So I have faith in Douglas being I, that guy. I always spoke with Douglas. He's on the old Tommy team. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Let's go uh, to the next team here. Tommy, the Tommy Galante led football team. Uh, we got we got Tommy, Paulie Caldonado, Nick Sedano, Giuseppe Capasso, Jason Ramos, Demarcus Price, Timmy Howard, Remy Funderburk, Ben Pratt, Greg Buchowski. A lot of people that I do not know on this team, Brandon Kurtzman. Yeah, so Demarcus, Timmy Howard, Remy, and Ben Pratt are all friends of Tommy Galante. Only reason I know that is because um, one of them played for FDU, and the other three, he said he didn't need their numbers when I asked what phone numbers he needed. Uh, but Tommy is cheesing. So, so Tommy could be cheesing, but at the same time, I like this: how you get your friends into the league. Yeah, you 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 tell them to enter. You say, "Listen, I will get you because no one knows who you are." And if so, if someone who doesn't get you, I'll just try. I'll I'll trade, trade for you. you. That's yeah. kind of how the league works. Yeah, but we like that. That's we we encourage cheesing. We definitely encourage some cheesing. I can't lie about that. <laughs> but um, it's how the league grows, and I'm happy to see that he brought in some pretty good athletes. I know a couple of these guys played in college, or at least he knows from college. And um, I hope that. This is a, a team that Tommy he maybe Tommy thinks this is what he needs to get over that first round hump or that I guess I'll call it that. It's really just IB because that's the only person. Yeah, well, and Nick Sedano and Nick Sedano. Yeah, he got Nick Sedano. He gets Giuseppe and Paulie again. Um, Jason Ramos and Nick Sedano, two guys from that Falcons championship DNA team. If you want to, if you want to bring out all championship DNA, um, if Sedano shows up, I really like this team. Mm. Sedano tells me he's quit drinking. Really. We'll see what happens. He's gotten into great shape. Uh, he's been working out. I see it on. I see him working out on Snapchat every day. So it looks like he's been in the gym getting working. So uh, if Sano shows up and Paulie's there playing, this is going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. Uh, I hope his friends alignment because I don't know who's going to play the line from. This. That's what I'm also looking at right now. I assume Jason Ramos and Nick Sedano, but they're yeah. big guys and, you know, they protect him. He kept his core, uh, you know, uh, offense with Paulie uh, and Giuseppe. They're great receivers. Great season playing. Yeah. Game. Great one, two, tandem. They're, they're fantastic. Uh, Tommy, you know, every year he's getting better. He had a great season last season, but uh, I challenge him to step up this particular season. Uh, he should be, the, the elite quarterback this year, minimum semifinal performance for him. This yeah, year. has to be. Has to. He's got it. He's got to advance. A hundred percent. I agree. That challenge for Tommy, reigning offensive player of the year, most touchdown passes in the league last year, most total touchdowns in the league last year. You got it. You have to make at least a semifinal berth this year. I think mm. not that. Not that if you didn't, you couldn't play quarterback anymore because you're an elite quarterback in this league. But I just want to see it. Because I know you could, you he can do it, but we need to see it. Yeah, numbers don't always equal win. Now you're, you're now your boys. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the Tommy Galante led cheeser team with all cheeser his boys team. on it. I'm just excited to watch. I'm excited to watch his team. Shout out to Tommy. What's, Love to have him in the league. What's the name of his team this year? The football team. Oh yeah, the football team. <laughs> all right, next up we got this, the, the seventh pick. We got Kurtzman, the Bears. Brandon Kurtzman, quarterback, captain. 
Mike Danino, Jack Starner, Ryan Morick, John Samarco, John Guzman, Dom Gutowski, Ryan Perez, Eddie Welsh, Matt Schaefer, Matt Schaefer, Matt McFeely. Kurtz, how do you feel about your squad? Um, I like my squad. I think we have a lot of athletes that can play a lot of different positions. Um, I got a lot of guys that are looking for something to prove in this league. I think Guzman thinks he could have done more last year. I think he's excited to be um, playing playing on my squad because I think he I, I think I can unlock him this year. Um, I love my line with Ryan and Johnny, two two really good guys. Eddie is our third guy in the line. I think I'm going to experiment a little bit with some uh, maybe some two man lines and maybe spread some people out, see what we can do. Um, but I got a lot of guys who got who got something to prove. Ryan Perez is a, is a tall athlete. Dom Gutowski, another guy, one of my guys, tried to get some of my teammates back from Wyoming, got three of them with Danino, Morick, and Dom. Um, and listen, I got Danino and Jack. Jack's one of the best flag grabbers in the league, super smart on defense. I know he's going to be very into the season, game planning every week with me. So um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see you with Jack. Jack said he wanted the challenge. Jack texted me during the uh, the the championship. They're watching live. He goes, "Chris needs me out there, bro." <laughs> so, no, I'm yeah. excited to I'm excited to have Jack. I've watched Jack play in this league for multiple seasons now, and um, he's a monster wherever he plays. I'm gonna maximize his his usage, maximize his potential, hopefully. And listen. Whoever whoever gets me to a ring first is mm. gonna it, that's a, that's a phenomenal accomplishment. That how do you feel about Kurt's team? I like it. Uh, uh, upgrade at uh, at his receivers is one two now. I thought it's better, maybe slightly better than his one two last year. Oh, so you're just done with Pat? <laughs> hey, big disappointment. I want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not 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 taking anything away from Pat, but Jack's been a star in this league for you know a couple of seasons now, not just one. Uh, Line, uh, Ryan and uh, and John, they were uh, this is not the first time they've worked together. The last time they have, they won a championship. True, with very good IV. point. Nice point. So, you know, they work well together on that line, both offensively and defensively. So, uh, I you know, I, I like that for Kurtz. You know, Kurtz is a smart GM, not only just a quarterback, he knows he knows plays, he knows we can do a plays, he knows I get the most out of them. So, he's gonna have yeah. a contending team. Looking forward to watching this Bears team play. Let's move on to the eighth team here. Trevor Garland, first-time quarterback, first-time captain. Trevor Garland led Bengals. Um, this is a, a team full of everybody that I do not know. Um, Mike Kalka, Joe Dell, who I do know. Alex Kalka, Mark Kalka. So three, all three Kalkas, three first four-round picks right there. Don Palumbo, Yubia Rojas, Mark De Palma, TJ Brown, Joe DeAngelis. How do you feel about this team, Kurtz? All right, so um, Trevor Garland has really had the captain shot going in terms of gassing up his friends. Mm. This is a team full of all of Trevor Garland's friends. Cheese um, So we're going to see what they, what, what they got. What I've heard from, I'm going to give you what I've heard from outside sources about players and what I've heard about from Trevor. Okay. Ubeer um, Rojas apparently is a very physical offensive lineman and defensive lineman. So I'm excited to see him play. And then the Mark Kaka and Mark De Palma and Don Plumbo are good receivers. We saw Alex Kalka play for Michigan State this year. He's a good lineman. Mike Kalka, um, Trevor Garland says that he is going to be the best offensive lineman in the league. Trevor said that Don Palumbo should have been a first-round pick. And he said, don't be surprised if Mark DePalma leads the league in receiving yards. Now, outside sources. No, those oh, yeah, the outside sources. Um, 
though those are a little bit over bold. the top and bold predictions, but they are solid players. Okay. I think this team is going to be good. They play together in the Mammoth League. Yeah. Um, he's built a very good offensive line in front of him with Kalka, Joe Dell, and Alex Kalka. Mark is a big, a bigger body receiver. Don Palumbo's a big body receiver. Mark DePalma, I'm pretty sure, is a, a much shorter like slot receiver. I'd compare him, I guess, like, I don't know, maybe like um could be a, like a Mike Body, maybe less speed. I'm not entirely sure about his gameplay, but he's a slot smaller receiver. And then TJ Brown, who's been in our league playing for years, makes plays for him. And I Jody Angeles, I honestly don't have never seen him play football. But if you have Trevor, Trevor's gonna be a good quarterback in this league. I'm I'm pretty much guaranteeing it. He's got the he's got the the ability to evade rushers make throws on the run and be effective in the pocket and call plays and i know he's going to take it super seriously especially because he was he's been talking a lot of shit in the captain's chat <laughs> he's got a matchup against mikey week one so uh i'm looking forward to it dad how do you feel about garland uh he's got a lot of confidence uh i'm eager to see him play i'm hoping he does really well this will be another quarterback in the league that you know can move forward i uh, like his mobility like his arm uh took took chances uh, and we're going to see how it pans out in a, in a full season. Uh, other, other than that, the only other players I really know is T.J. Brown and Joe Dell, the hotel great lineman. I like that pick. Uh, if anyone's going to protect him, it's going to be Joe Dell. So, uh, like I said, if I yeah. knew more about this team, I'd say it. I don't. Agreed. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that uh, we're going to see some something, some good things from Trevor. Yeah, we're hoping that Trevor is going to be a staple in the league moving forward. Like you said, that. Excited to watch all the, a lot of these new guys in the league play. Uh, this is going to be a good one. Let's move on to their their first-round matchup. I mean, their first-week matchup team. Um, Mike Giorgano led Bucks. Mike Giorgano, captain quarterback. Damian, Spo, Zach Charest, TJ Angstad, Paul Carter, Mahmoud, Sauer Trusa, Anthony Ragusa, Melvin Molina. I really like this team. Um, I love it. You got to love Damian and Spo. Um Zach Sheree and Mikey on the same team. That's two of the best shit talkers in the league. Last time they were there. Last time they were on the same team, they were one play away from going to the championship, if I'm not mistaken, Kurtzman. Correct? Yes. Yes, one play away from going to the championship. Um, Mikey drafted Paul, Paul Paul Carter, who he played with on the, in that one game with Alabama, who he said he loved, so he was very excited to draft him. Mahmoud, who we saw said had a very good season. Um, I just think Mikey really likes his team. I usually talk shit to Mikey, tell him that he sucks at drafting, but he feels like he's drafted a really good team, and I would have to agree with him here, Kurtz. Yeah, I think he did the right thing in taking Damian. Mm. Um, I told Damian after the game, I'm going to miss him. Yeah. He made – he is the reason why our defense was so good this year. I Point think this is the last season where Damian isn't a top five pick. Um, if Damian does what he did last season, which I honestly fully expect – uh. You're going to be talking – there's no way you can't look at him as a top-five pick. He also plays a great offensive line. Sure, he's a smaller body, and sure, he might have a little trouble handling bigger guys. But, listen, he held his own against Nick Tompkins yesterday or on Sunday, I'll say. Nick Tompkins was doing a really good job, but Damian was holding his own in there, and uh, he's a tough guy, and he's athletic too. So, if you, he gets the ball in his hands, he's able to make a play for you. Uh, I love that for – the Bucs, Spo in the second round is great value. Zach Shray, TJ Angstad, good defense, good two-way players. I yep. also am a fan of Paul Carter. He's a pretty good flag grabber in the in the um in the backfield. He had a, a bunch of sacks later in the season. I feel like he played up a really good offensive line. And 
I think that if this offensive line buys into Mikey's system, they're going to have a pretty good season. I like his weapons. I think he's going to use Spoh's size. Mikey's a big go-up-and-get-it-for-me kind of player himself, so I think he's going to give Spoh those opportunities. Angstad and Shray in the back of your secondary is really good. I like my mood. Sal's a good lineman. Anthony Ragusa could be a sleeper of the year candidate, and so could Melvin Molina. I think uh, those two guys are good athletes that were given uh, that were chosen in the last two rounds. That I was talking to Mikey. Uh, I said before the draft, I said you got to stay away from just picking your friends. Pick the best players out there. And he felt he did that this draft. He he told me he goes I went away from it. I did what you said. I like the team I drafted. I mean he was there at championship game. Rooting solely for Damien because Damien's the yeah. guy. He was sharing him on louder and, and more than anyone else out on the field. I found it extremely funny. But think about this. Damien rushing the quarterback, probably with Spo on the line with him. And you got Zach Charay and Mikey uh, back there in the second TJ as well. With TJ as well as playing safety. But safety doesn't leave. That's a very big physical secondary with Damien putting pressure on the quarterback with Spo. I mean, that's that could be a really, really good defense. I really like I like Mikey's team. I like this Bucks team a lot. I'm excited to see Mikey back at quarterback. No one has more confidence in the league than Mikey. He'll go out and he'll, you know. No, when, no, no, no. Mikey has the most confidence except for when he plays quarterback. Mikey needs to get back on his shit and thinking that he's the best quarterback ever because he, Mikey stopped playing quarterback because he lost confidence in himself. But now he's back really? after now he's back after he got a win against uh he got a win against Texas Tech as the Alabama quarterback. He felt like he was ready to go play quarterback again. Yeah, he's, he's got some weapons. Yeah, I think this is the team to do it. I think coming into the season, me and Chris, we will do our preseason power rings, I guess, um, on Thursday. But Chris wrote out, you know, a few teams that he thinks are really good. And he had Mikey up there as well in the Bucks as, as a really good team. So really looking Did forward to watching right? What? Did he have my team? I think he had you at two or wow. three. High praise. Um, Ten, Jarrock, Oilers. Quarterback, captain, Jarrock. Kayshawn Roche. Wiz, Xavier Madera, X, Abdul Sakar, uh, Devon Spankertz, correct? Devin, yeah. Oh, Devin Span, Frankie Caruso, Dion Miller, Nick Molina, Ryan Oshbar. Kurtzman, how do we feel about this team? Um, how do I feel about this team? I I personally love Jarrock and Kayshawn on the field together. I think that's um, electric, an electric factory. I'll kill him with speed type of team. Um Wiz is a good lineman, able able to block a little bit of a leaker, but buy into Jarok's system and you will definitely get the balls alignment. Jarok's able to make anyone miss. He got his boy X, his co-commish for his league. Um, Abdul Sakar, who, if he had stayed healthy, might have one sleeper of the year this year. Played a great receiver two, receiver three role for Texas Tech last season. Hurt his knee, felt like he's a good player. I like him in the fourth round. Dev Spann is someone who... Um, I think could be an absolute steal in the draft in the fifth round. I think he has potential of playing in a lot of different spots for uh, the Oilers. And I hope Drock's able to like unlock him and use him to his max potential. Frank Crusoe, good both way lineman. Dion Miller could be another sleeper. Um, I've heard he's a pretty good athlete. So we'll have to see about that. Nick Molina is one of Drock's guys from the G league. So I imagine that he's probably decent. And Ryan Oshbar um, played with Drock last year. Uh, I think he's a good guy to buy into your team role, understand his role on the team. And Ryan uh, has been getting ready for the season because he's been playing in two flag leagues. So could be a little bit of a, be- a better year for Oshbar in week, uh, year two. Dad. Love Jarrock, one of the most electric players in the league. A uh, thousand, thousand this year. First and only player to do that. Uh, I like Abdul on his team. 
I just need to see Chirac uh, take that next step and, and, and get the passing offense going. We know we know he can run. I need him to get the passing offense going. He's got Abdul. It's going to help him. Abdul is an electric player. Healthy, he's one of the better players in the league, two-way players in the league. Uh, like I said, I have to see uh, the, the rest of his boys. I don't know. But I, I'm eager to see his team play. I just got faith in Jirak. I feel like if he took you, there's a reason. He's got kind of the same way we, we talk about guys like IB and Kurtzman and how, you know, these guys draft and Joe Piscopo, how these guys draft when they make a selection, it's for a reason. So I think that, you know, Jirak knows exactly what he wants to do. And I think Jirak is going to follow up this season by, you know, just adding to it. He already had a great season, like you said, that first 1,000-1,000 guy. I think I think he gets that done again. I think he does that again, and I think they're going to be an electric team. And, you know, it's a lot of the first-time quarterbacks in this in this league, I think especially very early on, Jirak, as with the super experienced flag football team, I think they're going to be one of the best teams in the league. Let's move on. Team 11, Deshaun and the Saints. Deshaun back at quarterback. Captain, John Harnish. Amir Chambers, John Hassard, Jaleel Coleman, Stephen Holcomb, Jaheim Jackson, Micah Graham, John Romano, Hader Abbas. Uh, was, is John Romano on Augie's team or is he still on Deshaun's team, Kurtz? Still on Deshaun's team. Okay. John Romano and Hader Abbas. Kurtz, how do you, what's your confidence level with Deshaun going into season two? Um, I think that, well, first of all, I saw that they definitely got a practice end. So that's my first good sign about Deshaun's team. You like to see I that? Think I like the team's offensive line. I think Deshaun's got a lot of time to throw with Harnish, Amir Chambers, and Steve Holcomb playing offensive line for him. I think that he's actually going to have a lot of time to throw this year, unlike last year. I feel like he was always on the run. Um, he's going to be able to give Hassert a lot of opportunity to make plays. Jaleel's going to have more opportunities to make plays. Um, Jaheim Jackson played a few games for him last year, got a little taste of the league. Um, not sure what Michael Graham is going to do. John Mono is a good utility player, good defensive flag grabber, and Hater Abbas, who played one game for Purdue last year, both built a little bit of a rapport with Deshaun. Um, I think that Deshaun has a good team this year. I think he has guys who are experienced in the league and guys who know flag football are going to be able to help guide him to victories. Yeah. I know he went undefe- I know he went defeated last year with no victories, but I'm expecting minimum in a th- in an eight game. I'm expecting minimum three wins this season from the Saints. Mm. Uh, I think Amir, my- I think Amir Chambers is going to have to play a Joe DeMeo role this season. I think Amir. This yeah. the key to this team is Amir keeping everyone's head on straight, staying organized, and making sure that's what they're doing. Because um, like I said, it Amir did that with one Alabama and let and one of those games that he subbed and he was playing fucking safety. But um, I think Amir's a big part of this team. Um, I think th- their line is very solid, and I'm excited to see Deshaun in the second season. I think, like you said, Kurtzman, we're expecting wins out of him this season. Dad, how do you feel about this team and your confidence level with Deshaun going into season two? He's got two of the premier linemen in the league and uh, Harnish and Amir. And Amir. Uh, great job there. I actually love this first three picks. Uh, of course, Hassett, I'm a big fan. Uh, he's a guy that's going to play uh, – ask him to play defensive line and play a great. Ask him to play linebacker, play a great. Ask him to play secondary, play a great. Ask him to play receiver, he'll play a great. The kid does it all. <laughs> I know you know that I'm a big uh, – you, you have a crush on him. Yeah, I got a, a man crush on him. Kid's a great player. I know I know football. I know a, a great player. The kid's a great player. Uh, like I said, like the way he started off. Uh, I know that he's an athlete. I know that he's got a, uh, a great arm. Now, you know, you just got to 
You got to have the head for it. So being that you got the protection and you got some weapons, now you got to put everything together. And we'll see how he plays in the second season. All right. Curse, you got anything else there? We can move on. Um, no, I'm definitely I'm definitely looking forward to Deshaun year two. It's not normal you give a guy who didn't win a game in his first year a second chance, but I, I believe in the talent. And I think as long as Deshaun plays well, I think his team's going to be able to back him up and make enough plays for him. Agreed. All right, let's move on to Team 12, the Cowboys. New quarterback, new captain, Dan Dexter, Stephen Leibowitz, Dan Cardona, Gia Bernier. Um, Michael Bernier or Mikel Bernier? Mikel or Michael, I'm not really sure. Mike, Michael Bernier, excuse me if I'm if that's incorrect. Prem Patel. Billy Andrews. Um, oh, excuse me, Billy Andrews. Um, yeah, Vivian Nicholson, Matt Green, Muhammad Tariq, and Maron Aparson. Um, Marin Aparson, excuse me. Um, Dan Dexter, how do we feel about him at quarterback, Kurtz? Um, really good athlete, really fast. I expect a lot of running. Um, he's very confident in himself. He, he, I'm expecting Jair and Mikel Bernier, the Bernier brothers, if they're twins, they're, they're speedsters. So I imagine he's going to look to get them moving before the play, get them running before other guys are running, uh, get them the ball in space and kind of let them, their legs do the work for them. Um, he's had a big play receiver in Billy Andrews. He stacked his line pretty well with Lebo and Dan, two big body guys who were able to play on both sides of the ball effectively. Um, and then he's Matt Green in the back in the secondary with Devin Nicholson, I think are two very good um, experienced players. I've seen Devin play in the Monmouth League, uh, play in high school. He's a good DB. I think Matt Green had a good showing last year, was a first team all-rookie defense last year, I'm pretty sure. And then he's got two guys that I honestly don't know anything about, Mohamed Tariq and Marin O'Parrison. Um, if either of them are good players, that is a huge uplift to this team. I think this team is going to try to beat you at speed, but also has the guys in the trenches to match you physically. Dad, is that the Dan that played for the Columbus uh, team last year? Yes, yes. Uh, great kid, great kid. I know you came in late, got a chance to talk to him. Uh, plays with a ton of energy. Uh, like that, a new quarterback went with uh, early picks on his lineman mm. protection. It all, it all starts there. Mm. So it took Weaver with his first pick, right? And Dan Cardona was second pick. Right. So I, I, I like that direction so far. As far as the others, I, I know Billy Andrews is a good player. Yeah. They'll give it to you on both sides of the ball. But welcome back, Billy. Yeah. Uh, uh, big big target, big receiver, good hands. Uh, could play in the secondary for you. Everyone else, I, I don't know. I have to watch them play. But I think he started off from the right foot the way he drafted. Yeah, it lets you know where his head's at. Yeah. If you're taking two linemen to start your draft, I, I, like, I already like your draft. Yeah, I already like what you're thing, doing. Yeah, the first thing he texted me when I said, because I told him I'd help him with his draft. Obviously, he doesn't know a lot of players in the league. And the first thing he said to me was, my first two picks need to be linemen. I said, love that. I said, two good, two good linemen, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I said, well, I'll give you good. I'll give you guys that I would want to play with. And I think these are two guys that I would definitely want to play with. All right. Let's move on to the 13th team in the league here. The Packers, led by new quarterback, new captain, Joe Pipp. You got Joe Pipp, Matt Hughes, excuse me, Chase James, Tom Garvey, Isaiah Copes, Noah Torino. Welcome back, Noah Torino. Sebastian, um, Rinchieri, uh, Rinchier? Rinchier, Rinchier, yeah. Justin Suarez, Rich Buffy, Luigi Lapino. Kurtzman, how we feel about uh, the Joe Pipp-led Packers? Such a Joe Pipp-drafted team. Uh, I know you were telling him he's the worst drafter ever. 
I I said that to him. I couldn't tell you one person he drafted outside of Matt Hughes. Yeah, no, I know. Um, listen, I think he's gonna have a really good offensive line with Matt Hughes, Chase, and uh, Noah and Noah Torino. Yep. I think Tom Garvey is a wily vet who is able to play both sides, receiver and DB, very effectively. Um, Isaiah Copes played DB at East Stroudsburg. I now found this out. Yeah. Um, he's a smaller, a smaller, I think like five, five, eight, five, nine, my height. But when you're that kind of level athlete playing in college, you should be effective in our league. So I expect him to be a difference maker for him. Um, Sebastian is a bear kid, could play line, could play in the secondary. Not, not sure. Justin Suarez, very sure handed flag grabber. Um, uh, I think Joe Pip liked Justin Suarez on Oregon last year and wanted to get that connection back and have Justin playing in his sec, uh, his D line secondary. Rich Buffy and Luigi Lupino, two guys that are just going to have to find their way and make plays on this team. If you're going to make plays, Joe Pip's going to put you on the field. They're two decent athletes. Luigi played on my Browns team that went to the championship way back in the day. Um, Rich Buffy, I'm pretty sure, played some sports in high school, so he should be a pretty athletic kid. So um, I kind of like the team Joey drafted. It's going to come down to how good is Joey a quarterback. We saw him play that one game. He almost beat Ming Argano, but almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Mm, Dad, how do you feel about the Joe Pippen Packers? Uh, like the team he drafted, um, <laughs> ton of athletes, good players. I don't know a uh, big question mark at quarterback. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Chase and, and Joe Pip, and I think it was a combination of Paul Farrell, they all tried when they were with the Seahawks, and really that experiment didn't work too well. So – I don't know if you're to me, and I told if you're a top five receiver, why in the world do you want? Well, he's uh, playing quarterback, so talk about his quarterback. <laughs> I said, why would you want to be a quarterback if you're a top five receiver? He goes, because he wants to be involved. He wants the ball in his hands on every play, and I understand that. That's a competitor talking, but you got to be able to play the position. So, so you're you're doubting Joe Pitt? I'm, I'm doubting anyone they have on that roster right now that can play quarterback. Mm. So you're out on the Packers. I'm not out on the Packers. They got a, a good athletic team. You can't say that they're not a good team. Chase is a great player, great, great athlete. Yeah, uh, listen, there's a lot of ways to win games in this league. Um, you know my saying? What's that? Run. Yeah. Don't ever pass. I would have never passed. I don't, think, I don't think – I think Joe Pitt played a pretty decent game against uh, – in his only game – uh, uh, quarterback, yeah. Quarterback. He ran, I believe, 11 times that game for 100 yards. Mm. When so, was that, this year? No, no. It was in. Uh, it was his winning in-game against Vigorano with the Seahawks. Okay. Yeah, last week's season, he – he listen, he took the lead with under two minutes to go. Vigorano just happened to come down and score again and win the game. But I think there's a lot of ways you can win this league. I think this team's going to be very smart. I think they're going to be good on defense. You got to remember, Joe Pipp's still playing in the secondary. Um one of the most in-shape kids I know, so I'm not worried about his initiative playing quarterback and also playing the at DB if I can do it. I'm pretty sure he can. Um, but, yeah, I like the team, but if Joe Pipp sucks, then this team's going to suck. Yeah, I'm not, that's my question. <laughs> if he doesn't work out a quarterback, then who's, who's, who's the next option? I guess James. Chase James. It would be Chase, and it would go back to Seahawks days. And I don't know how how what they'd want to do there, but I think Joe's going to have the whole season at quarterback. Yeah, and I, think I agree. I agree. All right, let's root for Joe. Then. I'm rooting for Pip. All right, 14, fourth, last and 14th team. The James Whitcop, new quarterback, new captain, led Seahawks. James, who had a practice with his team today. Um, Jay Coburn, Bryce Walker, Dean Robertini, Mark Kukoda, Kyle Nibbs, Dom Maselli, Chris Walton, Steve Drew, Ibrahim Hassan. James called me today. Told me he was having his practice. I saw him at work. Told me, uh, hey, I'm having a practice with my team today. I said, all right, call me after, right? 
James calls me. He sounds like a kid on Christmas morning. He was so excited. Um, he told me to say this on the podcast. He said he thinks Stephen Drew is a sleeper of the year, sleeper of the year candidate. He said he's going to be an awesome offensive lineman. He said that he talked to his guys today. He said, you know, kind of explained what he wants to do, how he wants to run the team. He said everyone seems pretty bought in. He's excited. He's got some of his friends in the league. He, brought, he, he took Dean, who he really liked, uh, playing with you guys on Wyoming, Kurtzman, Bryce Walker, who he thought was a stud. He thinks he's going to have a really good offensive line, arguably one of the best offensive lines in the league with Cobrin, Giroux, and um, I think I think it's his friend Don or Nib. One of them, I know one of his friends is, is a lineman. I'm forgetting which one. But he's excited. He's excited to play, Kurtz. And uh, he, after, you know, that first practice, you know James is going to be that type of captain that's super locked in, super game planning every week and making sure his guys are ready to go. Yeah, no, that's why I'm confident. I know he'll be ready to play. I know his team will be ready to play, or at least they'll have the, the game plan from James um, on how they think they have the best chance of winning. It's going to come down to how um, James plays a quarterback. This team has a huge, it's a huge question mark. If they're if he's not good, I'm not sure where they go at quarterback. As you said, as Tommy brought up with um, the Packers, there's no, I don't see any backup on here. I, I have to say, Dean Romatini with his uh, his catcher days and his one season playing quarterback way back in the day. But other than that, James needs to be good at quarterback, or at least needs to be effective in moving the ball. Um, I assume James will run. He is a faster kid. Uh, seems like he likes his team, and if they're, I love to hear that they're practicing. Um, James is always texting me about game plans, so I know he watches a lot of film and cares about the league. So, um, hopefully, they're able to stay competitive and win some games. Dad, he drafted a lot of good athletes, a lot of good players in this league. I like that. Again, it's the unknown because he's we don't know how he plays quarterback. quarterback, but uh, he's a small kid and he can adapt and he knows that. You know, follow the, the basic uh, principle that give with the defense, take what the defense gives you. I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to James playing quarterback. I know he's super into the league, super excited about it. So shout out to James for stepping up, playing quarterback and, and bringing some of his boys in the league. Shout out to everyone. You know, this is another team, a lot of guys that we have not seen play in the league. I think after the third round in, in this team, Kurtzman, it's all new players like to see that oh, so, you're, you're kind of back to me. oh yeah no i was just saying just all just all new players after that uh after that third round and i think you know you know, that's a team watch out what? Yeah, watch out for chris walton um he played sure receiver was, at uh Madawan with justin correct yeah i'm pretty sure he was a big big body receiver so um I, listen i don't i don't hate his team i just there's a lot of unknowns jay coburn's um really broke out this year as a really good lineman and bryce broke out as a really good uh athlete and he's going to have his opportunity being a number one receiver yeah that's it for the pod long podcast hour 15 hour 16 today um <laughs> congratulations again to dartmouth winning the championship shout out to wyoming on a great season we'll be back thursday for the week one preview of the summer season holy shit everyone if you made it this far on the podcast you're a god kurtz have a good night brother everyone we will catch you guys on Thursday, and then at Rebels Field on Sunday for week one of the summer season. Peace.